Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Holmes Politicast. We've got quite a few things to cover today. Um, I'll be talking about the protest in Lansing yesterday, what I saw there, the media's response to it, some of the interviews I had, a lot, a lot of fun stuff for today. So let's jump right into it. Right, so our first piece today is very annoying. <laughs> Comes from the Detroit Free Press. Whitmer, many legislators incite capital protest, then didn't want to be there. Ugh. All right. Uh None of the Republican legislators have been organizing any of these protests. Um, they have been started by business people. They have been started by doctors. They have been started by people that are sick of being out of work. People that have been laid off from hospitals because their hospitals aren't getting enough you know, patients. They don't have the COVID-19 that Gretchen Whitmer keeps screaming about. These are the people that are at these protests. I have seen Democrat, Republican, um independent i'm independent uh and i i have to say it's ridiculous because the the protesters are mad at the republican legislature as well like i i don't see anybody out there supporting mike shirky there's obviously republicans there there's obviously trump supporters there but I, I don't see anybody specifically talking to positively about our senators. Uh, I don't know. Maybe at the next one, I'll ask a lot of people about it and uh, find out how they think our senators are doing. Um, I think most of them would say that, you know, going suing Governor Whitmer for her stay-at-home orders is the right thing, but that's speculation. That's not something I can say for sure. So... But what I can say for sure is that Republicans have not been inciting these protests. These are grassroots protests. Um, I I have not seen, or I, I went, I didn't see a single Republican senator there. Uh, last time they talked with the protesters, they listened to their concerns, something that Governor Whitmer has never done. Um, <clears throat> the Republican legislature has has started actions because of these massive protests. Um, and Governor Whitmer doesn't seem to even understand what's going on. She's just hiding in a corner, screaming about Republicans trying to take her down. And, I mean, that looks like the narrative because none of the Democrats really want this lockdown to end. They want to keep us... They want to put us on government dependence. They want you to get used to eating out of their hand. So, I mean, it goes right along with their philosophy. Their their philosophy is that, you know, the collective is more important than the individual. We should all be contributing to the common good. Uh, and we see that in the policies they make and the rhetoric they give us. Um, but I, I digress. Uh, so... Uh, the Detroit Free Press has helped spreading this propaganda that Whitmer's spouting um, about Republican conspiracies to destroy her reputation. So, 
Governor Gretchen Whitmer told a national cable TV audience on Friday morning that Republicans in the state legislature have helped fuel protests against her, stay-at-home orders at the state capitol. That is an absolute lie. That is an absolute lie. Okay. Speaking to host John Berman on CNN. Oh, CNN. How, why, how, why am I not surprised that it's CNN? Okay, let's keep going. Okay. New Day on CNN, in case any of you wanted to watch it. Whitmer was asked why the state capitol was closed during Thursday's protests after being swarmed by protesters, some of whom carried firearms, during an April 30th event. The legislature apparently didn't want to be around for this activity that many of them incited, frankly, she said. Whitmer didn't mention any particular actions by members of the legislature, which remained out of session on Thursday, closing the Capitol as the protest went on, but both the State House and the Senate are under Republican control. So here is what I would do if I was a Republican and I really liked the protest. I wouldn't go to them. I would not promote them because obviously they didn't. And Whitmer's already trying to turn them political. She's already trying to, I mean, I was there yesterday. I know that it was not all Republicans. Even in the soaking, pouring rain, there were Democrats and independents. So, um, yeah, if I was a Republican senator, congressperson, I wouldn't be there. I would let them continue to demonstrate, and I would move forward with the actions that I've already taken, which is suing Governor Whitmer. I think the Republicans are kind of trying to play this a lot smarter than Whitmer is, because all of this is going to be, mark my words, you will see these as campaign ads. This this governor is going down, and the Republicans are going to do it. Like, um, she, she's not going to get a second term. I know I sounded giddy when I said that, and I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. I, I would never wish anything bad on her. I, I hope the best for her in everything that she wants to do. I pray for her to rule us well, to rule us smartly. Um, I don't think God is answering me on that, or he's answering me no. Um, but <laughs> the, I just don't want her ruling. I don't want her as my governor. And I don't think anybody should want her as, her, as their governor. And obviously that's opinion. Uh, I've strayed into opinion. Again, um, everybody's surprised. Uh, I am Jack's total lack of surprise. Okay, so uh, Republican leaders have also filed a lawsuit with a hearing scheduled for Friday in the state court of claims. That's today. Challenging Whitmer's authority to issue and extend orders to close businesses and require people to stay at home as a way to stop the spread of coronavirus. So, uh, yes. You know what? I'm just going to let that stand. Uh, I've been talking about this too long. Okay, these orders are set to remain in place at least until May 28th. Whitmer has cited estimates that her... Okay, this I had to talk about. Those orders are set to remain in place until May 28th. Whitmer has cited estimates that her order may have helped prevented what could have been another 3,500 deaths from the virus in Michigan. I couldn't do that with a straight face. <laughs> So, her her orders may have helped prevent what could have been 
another 3,500 deaths. They're reporting this as news. They're reporting estimates, guesses as news. What? I am an idiot and I know not to report guesses as news. Maybe report them as guesses, but like what? And then they follow up with, and that reopening the state too quickly could result in a second wave of new cases and deaths. All right. We know that opening is going to cause a second wave. You artificially, okay, you know what? We know about second wave, Big Gretch. All right, we're up to date. Thank you for screaming it at the top of your lungs. Now, maybe you'd like to sit down with some of the protesters, find out what they want, find out why you're getting sued, find out why your stay-at-home order is about to be stricken down. Um, or you can just keep crying. Okay. So the article goes on. Republicans are not are not uh, involved in it. So there's there's your golden headline from the Detroit Free Press. That's great. I cannot believe some of the stuff that passes for news. Okay. You know what? I might have to contact Todd Spangler about that because that, that was a bad piece. Okay. So I was at the protest yesterday. Uh, many... Probably at least some of my viewers were, or some of my listeners were viewing uh, for the first time. That was that was fun times. We loved getting together and viewing together. It was great. Uh, so I think everybody that was that was watching uh, my live stream, uh, we went for about an hour. We had people engaging. I think I got up to like twenty seven people watching a live stream. So good night. How many how many are listening to me right now? Whew. Well, regardless, so uh, the live stream is actually up on Facebook. You can view that still, um, as far as I'm aware. If somebody knows something I don't, you know, let me know. But you can view it on the Facebook page. Most of the people out there were out there for what the, what the protest is about. We are not happy with Whitmer shutting down businesses in places that aren't really affected by this virus. And we're probably going to keep this message going until she gets it and stops blaming it on Republicans and um, being, you know, political and, you know, until she finally realizes that we rule her, she leads us. It's, I don't think this is going to stop. So... <clears throat> While the protest was going on, uh, Governor Whitmer had a, an interview with Emily Lawler from MLive. Um, they talked about a lot of inconsequential crap. Emily Lawler asked her almost no consequence, consequential questions. Um, she allowed Governor Whitmer to just kind of brush the protesters off as... Uh, so this question on this interview concerns me because this came from a Michigander. Uh, I, you, you know what? I'll just let you listen to it. 
practices that are open. Um, Janet asks, why aren't fines being given to people refusing the orders? There are a lot of businesses out there that are doing the right thing by waiting to open, but then there are ones ruining it by opening, by opening it anyway. Uh, we need more enforcement, she says. Yeah. So that concerns me that in Michigan, we need more enforcement, she says. And Emily Lawler thinks that this is a good question to ask. That is ridiculous. All right. You know what? Let's hear Mommy Whitmer's response uh, to people disobeying her orders. That everyone continues to do their part and know that we are serious. This is not a suggestion. These are orders that my expectation is that people and businesses alike are following these are not suggestions. These are orders. They're not laws. They're not given by the legislature that, that we elected to make laws. These are orders, and you will follow like good little soldiers. Okay. Uh, glad, glad our governor is very concerned about the fact that people are willing to flout the law to open their business. And what she failed to mention is that this barber that she's pulling his business license had overwhelming support from the public. Overwhelming. It is like, she and she didn't even acknowledge it. She just walked right by it, just whistling by the graveyard. Just <laughs> like, what? What? Come on, Whitmer. You... And of course, you, you know, Emily Lawler, the, the next question, she follows up that question with, well, what about the support for the barber, the overwhelming support, the $50,000 that he's raised for his, uh, for his legal expenses? Like, so, yeah, of course, Emily Lawler, next question she has is, what about the overwhelming support, right? Right? Because... Because that's what we want to know, right? Because that's kind of important to this. But okay, yeah. Let's let's listen to Emily Lawler ask the the correct question. And how do you deal with the the gaps in enforcement right now? The sheriffs who have said that they're not going to enforce your order um, in those areas. What's the backstop, and is the state stepping in in some way? What? Oh. oh, oh, Emily, you nitwit, you awful, horrible person. Good night. This woman is smashing her baton down. On somebody that has overwhelming public support. You, Miss Reporter Girl, little Miss Play and Dress Up, I'm going to go do an adult job. You ask how she plans to go around sheriffs that won't enforce this crap? Oh, citizens aren't obeying your orders from on high, Governor. What can we do to stop them? Thank you, Emily, for being the brilliant journalist that you are. Okay.
The interview actually even gets better. I, I got a little heated there. But it gets better. All right, so Governor Whitmer, you know, explains that Georgia opened up too soon and that, you know, they're not seeing customers and um, so it doesn't matter anyway. And, you know, we just need to keep the state of emergency so that, you know, businesses can't open and, you know, the, the government, don't worry, the government will take care of your business. You know, if you're a small business owner, don't worry. Governor, Mommy Whitmer will take care of you. And I, I'm using that term deliberately during this show and you'll find out why. Uh, so Mommy Whitmer will take care of you. It's okay. It's all right. Um, don't worry that you're not seeing any revenue. You know, we've got, we can print off the money. Don't worry. Don't worry. We got you covered. All right. We got you. So after Governor Whitmer explains that, here's Miss Lawler's next question. And are you okay though with a, a patchwork of, of your executive orders really where, you know, someone who opens up shop in one county might not be punished, but someone who opens up shop ahead of time in another county, um, you know, might feel the full force of all the orders on that? So because Whitmer just has to keep her emergency orders in place and can't really do anything about sheriffs not enforcing her orders. This brilliant reporter asking the thing we all need to know. What if what if my neighbors pissed off that they're allowed to or that other people are allowed to be open and they're not? Yeah. I was having trouble watching this interview too. Um, it was awful. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to subject my listeners to this pain, but e yeah, come join me. <laughs> let's let's go. Let's slog through this hell together. All right. Whitmer knows that she can't really do anything, um, especially in the face of like a lawsuit against several lawsuits against her um, already in the works. I think she's covering her, covering her political butt and just like, she just says, well, we can take comfort that most businesses are doing what they need to do, but also I can't really do anything. Okay. So the interview goes on. She actually, uh, after her brilliant interjections, uh, she goes back on to, um, ask some viewer questions, you know, what are we doing about the unemployment system uh what are we doing about why are essential retail workers being paid less than people on unemployment so typical you know whiny stuff from people um picked a couple great questions to ask the governor uh so we're gonna skip those ones because i don't really care about them so one last thing that uh this brilliant reporter wanted to ask something that we're all chomping at the bit to know um is well you know what here i'll let i'll let her ask it because she's she's just so much better than i am at asking these brilliant questions uh, you and i have talked a lot about uh leadership as a as a woman in lansing and one thing i wanted to ask before i let you go is that some opposed to your stay-at-home orders uh, use gender specific stereotypes uh, to describe your actions describing you as an overbearing mother or a school marm in some instances uh, do you think that sexism has played a role in the backlash to your executive actions 
I stand in complete awe of you, Emily Lawler. Oh, I saw. Oh, it's a, oh, shoot. I'm doing a show. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, whew, wow. Uh, if, if only one day <clears throat> I could even aspire to be half the reporter that Miss Lawler here is, uh, I would have to just commit myself. Uh, okay. So... Mommy Whitmer is going to give her answer. And basically she just says, yeah, it's, it's, people are just sexist against me. Uh, there's no, there's no other reason, actually. All, the protests are sexist. The, the legislature that is suing her is sexist. All these businesses that are suing her uh, because they think that they shouldn't be shut down, they're all sexist. So very convenient for Emily Lawler uh, to be able to just sweep all of those concerns under the rug is sexist. Um, you know, d despite the fact that people are calling Governor Newsom Daddy Newsom, and oh, but but that's not that's 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 just the patriarchy. You know, he, he's Daddy is a Daddy is a term of power, and we're we're definitely not not uh, saying that our governors are acting like our parents and grounding us, and you know that's it's just got to be all sexism. It's we just hate her because she's a woman. Obviously, that is the case. I think I've proven it on this show. I think most people that are for reopening have proven that they are extremely sexist. Uh, so thank you, Emily Lawler, for exposing us all as sexist pigs. With that, I must depart from your beloved interview because I don't want to get sick. Okay, so there's another piece by M Live, um, by Gus Burns, um, and it's it's a piece, another piece about the protest uh, that I was at. So he he starts off talking about the rain. It was all rainy. It sucked. Uh, he talks about an altercation between. Uh, the crowd and a guy holding a rope with a doll or a doll with a rope around its neck. Um, like the the you know if you if you saw my live stream, you know how that all went down. The uh, some of the protesters took care of that guy. You know he was we they were not interested in being portrayed by the media as a bunch of Nazis and a bunch of um, sexists and. You know, it doesn't matter. We're sexist anyway. Um, be, you know, it, it doesn't matter how you portray yourself because the governor's going to get on and she's going to call you sexist anyway. So, but I, I, I totally agree with taking it down. You know, I'm just noting that it's dumb that it doesn't matter. Uh, so there was another altercation. Uh, some lady said that, you know, we shouldn't have guns out there. Um, there was an argument as to you know, if the media is going to portray this as a bunch of gun-toting retards or as a peaceful protest against the governor's orders. Um, so there was another concern about how the media is portraying us um, as protesters. 
So, I, I mean, I, I think I'm just getting from this protest that the media has portrayed all the other protests as awfully as they can and has lied about it. So, um, or not exactly lied. They just, they pick out the bad actors and then those are the main protesters. They represent the whole group. So, people are getting damn sick of that. They want their voice to be heard. Um so yeah, it, it just shows that the people that are protesting are taking it seriously, and Governor Whitmer is not, and it's dumb. So he talks about that for that altercation. Um, he actually has an interview from one a guy that I talked to um, off the camera, Mike Gibson um, from St. John. Uh, I know it's the same guy because they say who had specks of white paint dried to his hands and wore a trucking company jacket, so I know it was the same guy I talked to. Um, he said he would be standing in the same spot if former Governor, Ritmer, or former Governor Rick Snyder issued the orders that Whitmer has. So for him, it's not about the politics of the situation. It's about uh, governors don't have this power. He said, the Constitution is meant to put shackles on the government. He said, that is, that is an American concept. It shouldn't matter what party you belong to. That is exactly right. Uh, this is actually why I got into a conversation with him, because we see things uh, very similarly on how you know, government should be run and um, how the Constitution lays out for government to run and very pro-Constitution. So we talked for a little while. Um, he, he said he's not expecting the rally to impact the governor's decision-making. Um, he said Whitmer will most likely extend everything. That was her intent from the beginning. I don't think this will stop or dissuade her. So this article gave a lot of different people a lot of different voices. So I'd encourage you to check out this piece over at MLive. Um, Soggy protesters demand Michigan Governor Whitmer end the coronavirus lockdown. Uh, it's a good piece. Uh, portrays the protest pretty well. So moving on, another uh, article from M Live by Martin Slag Slagter. Uh, Whitmer during Biden roundtable better testing supplies needed to avoid second wave of coronavirus outbreak. So I am not going to watch this roundtable. I don't have time. Uh, I, I don't know. I may watch it sometime this weekend, but. Uh, don't have time to talk about it on the show today. Um, so shameless plug, we need funding to you know get more people involved uh, to get you more accurate news and cover everything that's going on uh, accurately and fairly. Um, so yeah, there's my shameless plug for the day. So I won't do one at the end. So send us money. Uh, so... Seems like Whitmer's just kind of parroting what everybody else is saying. More testing, avoid second wave, yada yada. More bullcrap from the government. None of us are surprised by that. So the article does go on to a response to Governor Whitmer. Uh, Laura Cox, the Michigan GOP chair, said that the governor is failing Michiganders in her COVID-19 response while making a variety of media appearances. 
Which is why I kind of predicted at the beginning of this show that this is going to be, like, Republicans are staying very quiet for right now. They're letting, they're letting the people of Michigan see how the governor leads. They're letting facts come out. They're, I mean, they're promoting facts coming out. But they're, they're simply going by the Constitution. They don't have the legal authority right now to be involved in things until this uh, court proceeding happens. So they're waiting it out. But I think uh, Laura Cox is exactly right. She is, she is making many national media appearances, most of which I can't even keep up with. Um, all the things that she's telling the nation, uh, I get some of it from national news, you know, listening to Ben Shapiro and all that stuff. Uh, but I, I just can't, it's insane that I can't follow how many times my governor is appearing on national TV. Why is that? My goodness. Does she not have problems here at home? Does she not have protesters that are outside of her building that she has not talked to once does she not have three lawsuits going on now i feel like she has better things to do than appearing on the media appearing and doing things with creepy joe biden that you know i saw i saw a video on youtube go go type in joe biden pinches eight-year-old girl's nipple and you'll see joe biden pinch an eight-year-old girl's nipple it is, he, so that's who our governor's hanging out with. I'm, I'm so glad to report that. That's exactly what I wanted to be reporting on my governor. So, you know what? Uh, I'm out of time for today. <laughs> uh, I'm out of patience for today as well. So, <laughs> we will be back um, next week. Uh, I, I think these protests are just happening on every Thursday. So, we're going to be covering them every Thursday. Hopefully, it's not raining. Um, you know, we'll see. It's a beautiful day out today. So, but thank you everybody again for listening. Uh, remember to check out Jim's podcast from earlier this week. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, I've got new things that I'm working on. Uh, be patient with me. I'm very busy also gathering information. So, uh, you know what? There will be a shameless plug for the show. I need people to do that too. So, uh, maybe if, you know, if, if you're a listener, you want to volunteer for the show, uh, Contact us at straightnewsforyou at gmail.com. We definitely need volunteers. So, yeah, thank you so much for joining the Holmes Politicast, and we will be back with you on Wednesday.